This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Toyota and Honda are losing more customers to EV buyers than any other brands in the American market, and most of them are going to Tesla. BMW and Mercedes are also losing customers to Tesla, but at half the rate that Honda and Toyota are. The two Japanese brands account for over 28% of new Tesla customers, according to S&P Global. We've had a feeling that Toyota would do an about-face with its electrification strategy after CEO Akio Toyota becomes chairman in April. Akio is skeptical of EVs and has prioritized hybrids instead. But now the Nikkei reports that Toyota will start building electric SUVs in the U.S. in 2025. And Toyota hopes to make 10,000 EVs a month by 2026. And we think this is clearly an effort to get its EVs to qualify for tax breaks under the IRA. And the same goes for Tesla, which is thinking of shifting battery cell production from Germany to the U.S. because of generous IRA subsidies. Tesla is assembling batteries in Germany, but is also moving to make more cells in the U.S. The EU is angry about those IRA subsidies, which it feels will move battery production out of Europe and over to the U.S. But so far, the EU hasn't proposed any subsidies of its own. Hot on the heels of announcing a new battery plant in the U.S. with CATL, Ford lined up LG Energy Solution and Koch Holding to make batteries in Turkey. Ford has operated in Turkey for nearly a century, and its current operations there are equally owned by the automaker and Koch. They want to break ground on the new battery cell plant this year and start production sometime in 2026. It'll start with 25 gigawatt hours of annual capacity, which could go as high as 45 gigawatt hours. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Around August of last year, GM started making OnStar a standard feature that cost $1,500. That actually ticked off a lot of people because it was listed on the window sticker as optional, even though it still cost customers $1,500, even if they didn't activate OnStar. GM claimed at the time it was all about enhancing the ownership experience. And here's the type of enhancement we think that GM was talking about. OnStar is joining forces with Rapid Deploy to use its tech to help emergency responders. When OnStar emergency advisors are notified of a crash, a stolen vehicle, or a call from a member, they'll now have more info, like the car's location based on cell phone data, potential evacuation routes, local emergency shelters, weather forecasts, and available street cameras and all this information is displayed on a map for emergency advisors to use. GM will offer over 50 connected vehicle products and services, 
and hopes to generate over $80 billion a year through its subscription services. That would equate to roughly a $130 a month payment. Heated seats and steering wheels are pretty common on EVs these days, but soon, even more surfaces will be heated and cooled. That's because you can use less energy if you can make passengers feel comfortable by heating or cooling surfaces. Ford engineers discovered they could reduce energy consumption by 13% compared to an e-transit's standard HVAC system just by heating additional surfaces around the driver. Their approach is similar to one GenTherm is supplying to the Cadillac Celestic. Ford tested heated armrests, floor mats, door panels, sun visors, and even a panel below the steering wheel. And it said it could extend EV range by 5% on a typical day. But even more can be added in winter weather. GenTherm says it was able to improve a retrofitted Chevy Bolt's range by 33% in cold temps. And Ford didn't stop at heated surfaces. It also tested a thermal management system for the powertrain that can keep the motors and power electronics at an optimal temperature and use the waste heat that they generate in the cabin or in the battery pack. Ford tested battery preconditioning as well, and it says a preconditioned e-transit with a partial load will keep 75% of its range at 32 degrees Fahrenheit or 0 degrees Celsius compared to only 66% of range if it's not preconditioned. Ford says the results from these tests will be fed into future electric vehicles. The German Ministry of Transport just lost a big emissions lawsuit, which could lead to millions of vehicles being recalled for VW, BMW, and Mercedes. VW has been selling golfs with software that regulates the vehicle's emissions based on the outside temperature. And in colder temps, they emit more pollution. Environmentalists argued that the software allowed VW to avoid emission regulations. VW claimed it needed to do this to avoid engine damage, which is why the Ministry of Transport approved them for sale. But a German court just agreed with the environmentalists, and now they plan to target other VW models, as well as cars from BMW and Mercedes. And this could lead to as many as 10 million vehicles being recalled. The ruling will be appealed, but after Dieselgate, we're surprised that any automaker would risk anything to do with emissions in software. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Women are being discriminated against when it comes to car insurance. They pay more than men do, about $20 more per year, $739 a year versus $720. And that's despite the fact that 18-year-old men pay about $1,000 more than 18-year-old women because teen males are riskier drivers. At 25 years old, the cost evens out, and at 35, women start paying more. And there's no clear answer as to why, because women do not get in more accidents. 
Stellantis reported blowout earnings this morning. It sold 6 billion vehicles last year, which was down 2%. But it brought in over 179 billion euros of revenue, which was up 18%. It posted an operating profit of 20 billion euros, up 31%, and a net profit of 16.8 billion, up 26%. About 58% of the profits came from North America, or the old Chrysler Group. And UAW workers are going to get an average check for $14,760 in profit sharing. And these are extremely impressive numbers. And CEO Carlos Tavares is going to end up on a lot of Executive of the Year awards. Toyota once had the most thermal efficient automotive engine in the world at about 41%. But it's been passed up by the Chinese. Geely says it started mass production of a new generation of its Raytheon hybrid engine that achieves 44.26% thermal efficiency, which is up from a previous version that got over 43%. Although it doesn't say exactly, power is also up from that previous engine, which produces 133 kilowatts or 178 horsepower and 213 pound-feet of torque. The new engine will be used in a number of hybrid and plug-in hybrid vehicles from Geely's various brands. Oh, and just in case you were wondering, that other roughly 56% is wasted energy in the engine, which is mostly radiated or pumped out as heat. A typical EV motor is 85 to 90% thermally efficient. And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for making AutoLine a part of your day. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.